Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Here we go! Episode 118. Bye. Chapter 7. But Chapter 7. Man, I really hate that it's off by 1. By yeah! 1. So yes, episode 118, talking about Chapter 7 in our 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do miniseries. It's a lot of numbers. All the numbers. Hang in there. It's not <laughs> actually math related. <laughs> okay, so they do not dwell on the past. We do not heal the past by dwelling there. We heal the past by living fully in the present. Marianne Williamson. Mm. When I read this chapter title, I was like, Enneagram Force <laughs> with your reminiscing. Oh, man. I feel like I've only gotten better about this recently because I can look at an event or situation and who I was then, and then, like, I'm growing in someone else That's good. now. Yeah, of course 20-year-old me did that. 20-year-old me was not as... <laughs> advanced as I am now. Right. And if now me was there, it absolutely would have gone different. And so I don't feel like it's displacing blame or making excuses, but it's allowed me to find peace with That's it. That's really good. End of episode. Yep. The end. Bye. <laughs> no, please stay. Because a lot of times with me, I know I said Enneagram 4s in the beginning, but as a 1... We think about past failures. Like, oh, remember that one time in seventh grade? Nobody cares. And like you said, Farron, if if past me was there and made that decision, and I tried to make the best decisions possible, uh, of course I did the best with what I can, with what I had. And if I were in that same situation, having all of the wisdom that I have now, maybe I'd have made a different decision. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's really good. That's all I got for the episode, Brooke. Okay. You got the rest. All right, here we go. We go. So, <laughs> again, Amy opens every chapter with a really good, relatable story. I think I've been able to see myself in all of these in one way or another. So, that's really cool. So, even if you think that you're just a beast at life, come read this book. You'll be humbled a little bit and you'll find a way to grow somehow. Yeah, the stories, I'm always like, oh, what's Amy going to say to this one? Because there's no possible good answer. And then she says something, and I'm like, oh, well, besides that, there was no other good way to handle that. Yeah. Uh, so again, she does give the checklist at the beginning. So you might be stuck in history if you struggle with major regrets about your past. Underneath that, I wrote, get counseling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there are... Again, I've mentioned it before, there was a part of my past where I definitely needed to go get counseling because I could not get past what happened or what I did and what I regretted, all this stuff. So again, through counseling, I was able to get on the other side so I didn't have to dwell on it. Again, I think there's a difference between 
thinking about, about a past thing and then dwelling on it. Dwelling is like you were down in the trenches, like swimming around, feeling sorry for yourself or blaming your, yourself or feeling shame and guilt, all that kind of thing. So dwell versus think. Yeah, she describes it too as you replay past memories in your mind, like a scene from a movie. Yeah. Over and over. And I think we our minds do that to, again, play the game of, if I would have just done, or here's mm-hmm. a different way. I mean, professional teams and all sorts of sports teams, they watch their film. Right. For that. But, like, that's not really how life, how life works. So, if you want to avoid making those maybe same mistakes or past mistakes... Therapy definitely first and foremost, but just find ways to continue to grow and do do better. And guess what? You're probably still going to make more mistakes because we're human. Yep. Yep. Too bad. It is what it is. <laughs> one that stuck out to me was you sometimes feel like the best days of your life are already behind you. That one made me sad. I'm like, oh, that makes me think of like the old man still wearing his letter jacket. Like, dude. And he's going, man, if coach would have put me back in in that game, we would have gone to state. Like, okay, man. (laughs) How many mamas out there go, what did I even do before I had kids? (laughs) I know. I got to play on Pinterest a whole lot. (laughs) And eat a lot of pizza bagels. That's what I did. Man. Little Caesars (laughs) party starter. Oh, I miss it Can we make that happen before school starts again? Yes. Yes, we can. We're filming in summer. I don't know when you're hearing this, but we're making plans. (laughs) Ooh, another one that stuck out to me was you feel ashamed of your past, and that went it along with kind of what I already said. So some verses, Romans 8.1, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Psalm 103.12. We'll put all those out in the show notes, too, in case you're driving. <laughs> Don't look it up right now. And while these seem like downers, again, she does follow it up with some encouragement. So she does talk about that self-reflection is healthy. So we're not saying never look back. Right. But it's all on how you're doing it and why you're doing it. And what, um, Yeah, your motivation always goes back to that. Because it can prevent you from enjoying the present and even planning for the future. Yes. So, mm-hmm. let's get out of that. Yeah, there's a, some reason, several reasons why we dwell on the past. And one of them is the fear of moving forward makes us want to stay stuck in the past. Yeah, the devil you know and the devil you don't. Mm-hmm. So we talked about risk in the last episode. I think this kind of goes hand in hand. Um, so maybe if you've been through I've crazy been things. before. Yeah, it's like, well, not going to do that again. I'm never <laughs> going to date again. Oh. Or I'm never going to mm. apply for a job again. <laughs> yeah, or, I got fired, so I'm never going to apply for a job again. No new friends. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like it. that one just makes me hurt for people. Mm-hmm. It makes me hurt for people. So, Okay. The other one is dwelling on the past distracts you from the present. Yep. That's another, I can just see people like wallowing. Yes. And not satisfied. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't bring you satisfaction. Right. And thinking about the past doesn't either. And there's a difference between like grief and mourning versus dwelling, staying stuck, not wanting to get out of it. Like a lot of times people... Like that feeling of, oh, woe is me, whenever really, hmm, that's not very good for you. Yeah, or as she says, they romanticize the past as a way to escape problems in the present. Mm. And there's so much research out there on, like, what your brain does to memories that, like, you know, I'm not saying for your specific thing, 
that for some people, like, your memory is only 50% accurate. That's and crazy. And 50% your imagination has, like, manipulated or filled in some gaps. This too. is the power of journaling. Say it again. Man, that's yeah. why you journal, y'all. That way you can look back, especially if you're like, oh, God's not coming through on these on these prayers I've been asking. That, that one-line-a-day journal that I've mentioned mm-hmm. a million times, we'll link it for you. But being able to go back and see over the years, like, little, even little things that God came through on, like, Scout having tube surgery and hoping it all goes well, and it does. Like, oh, wow, thanks, God. So, have that. Keep that log. That way you can go back and you can see all the times that God is good. Yes. I'm also partial to our gratitude journal. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's so many well-written, uh, witty prompts when you <laughs> don't want to... Be gracious, oh. and we kick your butt up off the couch to get it done. So go check out our gratitude journal journal at our Twenty One Kicks Etsy shop. Even if you just need a laugh, yes. <laughs> or if you're like, man, I'm in a bad mood. I know I'm supposed to be grateful right now, and you <laughs> open it. <laughs> One of them's like, nobody likes a Debbie Downer. <laughs> uh, only little Debbies. <laughs> yes, that's the only kind of Debbie we like right around here. <laughs> So if it's not apparent enough, there are problems with dwelling in the past. So here's one that's just mind-blowing. Thinking about the past won't change it. So instead of wasting your time dwelling on what's already happened, you know, start focusing that energy on the present and future. Yeah, and I like how that plays right into dwelling on the past interferes with your decision-making skills. If you're stuck there, how you're not going to do better if you're not finding a way to actively get yourself out of it. And too, I think people have experienced this firsthand with stress and um, you know other mental health issues is it can affect your physical health. Mm-hmm. So again, um, I think we've said it before, but inventorying your thoughts. So maybe you weren't afraid of risks. Maybe that wasn't your thoughts. Maybe um, it's more of, wow, I spend a lot of my thought life thinking about past events. Yeah, give yourself a little thought audit. And then like, wow, when I started doing this, I mean, there could have been a traumatic event and how your physical health has declined because you're not taking care of the mental health part so getting at the root of it is definitely important and if you need help getting there we are pro therapy here for sure so the university of ohio actually did a research research specifically on dwelling in the past and they talked about how that could definitely help it would decline your physical health so it'll even put you at a greater risk for diseases associated with heart disease cancer and dementia Mm -hmm. all because you are dwelling on past stuff so stop it. What? That's crazy how much your mind affects your body. So mm-hmm. if you want to feel better, stop dwelling in the past on negative things. So here's how you do it. Okay? She's got all the answers. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. First thing, shift. Careful. Oh, I did it. <laughs> I'm really enunciating with my hands. I can't even see it. Shift. Your thinking. See, I wasn't going to say it again. I was like, oh no, I rambled too much. Now I have to say it again. I got your back. Thank you. So, by shifting the way you think about the past, you can move forward. It's literally like shifting the car to make it go. Man, careful, because third time's a charm. Better not say that word again. Mm -mm. (laughs) Oh, It can also give, give yourself something else to think about. So, again, if you are stuck on one thing... 
create a plan to help you think about something else. So if you are, let's say you are grieving or you're reliving a trauma kind of thing, set a time, like, okay, after dinner, I'm going to think about this for 20 minutes. Sure, think about it for 20 minutes. And then once that, set a timer, once that's over, immediately have a plan to think about something else or do something else right after that. So we're not saying ignore all the past emotions. Sure, have that time, but don't stay there. Yes, I do this um, in sad movies or sometimes during church when they got to show like an oh, inspiring the, oh, but yes. sad story at the beginning. Yep. I guess that gives me time <laughs> to like dry my eyes before the end of service. But I'm like, think of something else. Think of something else. Mm-hmm. Chocolate, yes. rainbows, butterflies. Mm-hmm. So I can still like hear it but not fall apart because I am very empathetic and mm-hmm. I will feel all the feelings. Yes. Um, so yeah, I like the schedule, the... Um, Time to think about it too. We talked about before, like five minute feelings. Yeah, you're gonna feel the feelings, but like feel them and go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In situations where you you need to show up, I think as a mom, different times I pull it together for my kids, and then sure. I have my sad sappy time. When you know it's not me hiding my emotions, but sometimes they need me to be there and do the thing. And so then go feel the feelings, schedule time. It's actually quite productive. Yeah. Again, that's exactly what counseling is. You're scheduling a time and putting your money where your mouth is. And you're actually going to grow from it. So that could even look like, I'm going to go to Starbucks with Farron. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to chat about this thing. And then I'm going to be done. Yeah. Because there are certain things like, if I say this to my husband one more time, <laughs> <laughs> we're both going to lose our minds. So sometimes you just need the right person to talk about the right thing at the right time. So nothing's wrong with scheduling that and planning it. Yes. So she talks about strategies to keep your experiences in perspective. And so uh, she says, focus on the lesson you learned. And here's how I picture this going. (laughs) Your brain goes, do you remember that time in (laughs) seventh grade? And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I know I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, I'm not a dumb dumb. I'm a smart smart. So I got it. So my mom's amazing. She does a lot of things. She's a very busy woman. But if she's starting to tell me a story that she's already told me, Mm -hmm. I cut her off with the ending, and then she'll tell me the punchline, and then I'll say the punchline. And so we don't spend 15 minutes hearing the same story again, which would be way more polite of me. But So I figure that's how it goes in your head, right? There you go. Old thing pops up, and you're like, yeah, I know it was terrible. And they're like, well, I guess at least you learn. And you go, yeah, now I'm not going to do this anymore. And it speeds up the process while still having that moment. Yeah. There you go. Another helpful tip. Think about the facts, not the emotion. We talked a lot about this in the last episode with risk-taking. Same thing applies here. So instead of, oh, I felt terrible. I feel shame for doing this, this, this. You can think about where were you? What time was it? What were you you wearing? Who was all there? You can still think about the past without having to put the emotions into it and the more you can kind of get rid of that part of it or press on through it then it's not going to be as daunting when you think about it again mm-hmm. that's good and then again oh, shift <laughs> in your perspective she reminds you to look at the situation differently this next part though I think is really hard I can't help but just jump to it but with the make peace with the past. Mm-hmm. Making peace with the past, I think, is a great lofty goal. Okay, lofty is the wrong word. It It's not easy is what I'm trying to get at. Right. So I don't want to say, 
Make peace with it. Yeah. It sounds like we're saying, get over it, but that's not what we're saying. No, no, no. We have our own experiences that we have worked through and are working through, and so we know. So there, the story she tells right after this, she talks about how there was, I think he was one of ten kids, one of ten kids, I think, um, and the youngest died, and the mother was so sad, so this, the next youngest son embodied that child he wore the same clothes he acted the same way he even learned how to whistle like him and the mom would constantly tell him just never grow up it's a trap don't do it and it turns out that was the guy who wrote peter pan Mm. so it's about the boy who never grew up so it's kind of a tragic story on how peter pan got written but it was all because he was dwelling on the past and living in the past, and the mom was stuck in the past. So um, he was going to even go to school and pursue the same degree that they wanted the other son to. And then he realized he needed to get the story out of his head and onto paper. Now we have Peter Pan. Mm. Yep, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I love hearing the story behind those at the same time. Yeah. So making peace with the past, I I feel like you should walk through this with um, an experienced person, therapist. Uh, but here are some things that you can at least try. It says, give yourself permission to move forward. I bring up giving yourself permission for lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't, that might be a sign to go work through this with somebody else. She talks about recognizing the emotional toll versus moving forward. So if you're looking for a why... A lot of people say, remember your why. Man, if I can move past this, I can be more present for my children. Yeah, because a lot of times it's not just affecting you. It's affecting the people around you as well. Yeah, so if you can't do it for yourself, maybe you can do it. Like, start taking the steps for others. So I think that one's a good one. Um, Forgiveness is something we talk about a lot in the church. And, like... I'm quick to forgive other people, but not myself. Yes, same. So, Mm -hmm. I feel y'all. I feel Mm y'all. Again, she gives tons of practical tips. Please get your hands on the book. Okay, the next section is how making peace with the past will make you stronger, which is the goal of this whole book, is to become stronger. And then she ends with the what's helpful, what's not helpful. So that's all in the kind of same section. So, something that is helpful is actively working through grief so you can focus on the present and plan for the future. So, we had Stephanie Frentress on a long time ago, episode 18, and she talked about, it's all about grief. She went through a tragic accident. She's got a really crazy, inspiring story, so episode 18. But it's, again, we're using the terms press on through what you're going through because that's how the Bible says it, is you press on toward the goal. So pressing on through your things, your feelings, your trauma, your grief. Not forgetting about it, not dismissing it, not repressing it, but you're going to press on through it. So that means look it in the face, address it, and then you can press on. Okay, and so what's not helpful is trying to pretend the past didn't happen. And I interpret that as ignoring it, not addressing it, because it's going to manifest It probably is already manifesting in some ways, whether you're aware of it or not. But I just feel like everything eventually blows up one day, meltdown one day, or losing it. Something's going to trigger that. 
So um, the sooner you can address it, the less likely it'll be a ticking time bomb. I also like it's not helpful to try to undo the past, because you can't do that, or make up for your past mistakes. So trying to overcompensate or trying to do the wrong it's, is not helpful or productive if you made one mistake. To do the exact like overt opposite thing all of the time, make sure you're thinking logically through it. Well, that was a tough chapter, but yeah, necessary. So just rip the band-aid. All the prayers for people going through something that's in the past, right? Maybe it's current, but that's uh, not what this chapter was about. But yeah, those of you stuck in this spot, we really are praying for you and hoping that you can find, find a way out, find a yeah. way forward. You can do it. Yep. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.